All right. Well, it is my pleasure. I wanted you guys so close to me because I feel like every day at church is a party. So we are going to have fun right here. You guys are in the right spot. Parents, I'm going to have them here for a few minutes and then I'll bring them back to you after. So I think that it's only fair that sometimes we do kids church up here because I don't know about you. I tell the kids all the time that every time I'm teaching them, it's not just a kid's lesson. Every time I'm teaching them, God's also pounding at my heart and stretching me and making me grow. And so we are going to grow all together as the body. It doesn't matter if we're little or we're old. So boys and girls, but I want you to come close because I'm going to be doing an object lesson this morning. And I'm going to ask in a few minutes for a secret helper. And I know you guys are so helpful. So just wait for that opportunity. So boys and girls, before I show you this, this object lesson, I, I don't know about you, but... I often have random thoughts in my head and lots of questions. Do you guys ever have lots of questions, especially for your parents? Do you Google like on YouTube, like hardest questions to get my parents so that they look confused and puzzled? What kind of confusing and difficult questions sometimes do you guys have? Because some of the, some of the silly ones that I have are, are unicorns real? I really want to know that. I also want to know if turtles, I, heard, I read this thing that turtles breathe from their butts. Yeah. yeah. What? That is real? Yeah. Okay, now I really need to Google this. All right, and um, how long could I really live on the moon for? Like if all, all fails, could I actually move and live somewhere else? Any questions that you guys have that are just as silly as Pastor Crystal's? Okay, yeah. silliness. Here we go. Oh, if you could live on Saturn? No, if you could run around the Oh, if you could run around the rings. How many times in the Oh, that's a good. That's a good cardio workout. That's all I have to say about that, Julie. Okay. Okay, silly question. How do you fart? How does one fart? That is also a good one. Ask your dad. All right. So, <laughs> that's a good one for the dads. All right. So, some of our questions are super silly super silly. But you know what? You guys are such deep thinkers that I know that you also have really, really deep questions. Like, like, who created the earth? Does God exist? Some of you guys have asked me that. And have you ever wondered why you're on earth? What is this really all about? Is there more to life than just waiting for the next Nintendo game to come out or waiting for the next getting the newest, coolest iPad or this brand new toy that you feel like you just have to have? Is there more to life than just striving to get things? So boys and girls, I know that you guys really love God's word. We're going to take a look at a dude named Zacchaeus and maybe you guys know some things about him. We're going to be looking at this dude through this clip right now. So if you guys lift your eyeballs up that way, let's take a look at a dude named Zach.
I'm Crystal, and I just have to tell you something so amazing. A new iPhone just dropped, and I have to have it. I mean, it has way better features than my phone. Yeah, I don't want this anymore. Scratch pet unicorn off my list. I don't want a pet unicorn anymore. I want the new iPhone. I just have to have it. I always have to have the newest and the nicest things. You know who else? likes nice and new things, this guy. What's up, guys? This guy's name is Zacchaeus, or Zach for short. And this is a Bible, which is God's word written to us. The Bible has so many true stories about characters such as Zach. And we will be looking at Luke chapter 19, which says that Zach was a super, super rich dude. He could have whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. I want a pizza. What about a pet porcupine? What would you do with an infinite amount of money? What does infinite mean? Like a ton of money. What would you do with a, if you had all the money in the world? I would give everyone um, some if I had all the money in the world. Would you buy anything kind of cool? No, I would give money to people so they can buy stuff and leave a few for me. <laughs> Horses and ponies. I have no idea. What about give a bunch of Pokemon cards? <clears throat> Seriously? Zacchaeus made a living of being a tax collector, which is someone who collects money for the government. However, Zacchaeus, he was not an honest man, and he often took more money from people than what they actually owed. He was seen as a bad man by many people. So while Zacchaeus heard that Jesus was coming to Jericho, and he was so stoked, he had heard so many amazing things about this man, and he wanted to see Jesus for himself. So one day, as Jesus was making his way through Zach's town, there was a huge crowd that had followed Jesus, but Zach was a bit of a shorty. So that means he really couldn't see over the crowd of people. So he decided to climb a tree. Verse five says, when Jesus walked by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must come to your house. Really? That's sweet. Yo, let's have a pizza party. Hello? Skip the dishes? Yeah, I need like 50 pizzas. Give me pepperoni, ham and pineapple, cheese, meat lovers, barbecue chicken. I'll take them all. Yeah, Jesus is coming over to my house today. Now the Bible doesn't say exactly that Zach got skipped the dishes because obviously Skip wasn't around back then, but you can imagine that Zacchaeus would have put on the most grandest dinner for Jesus because verse six of the book of Luke says that Zacchaeus welcomed Jesus gladly. Now, what would you do if Jesus came to your house? I would prepare my house and get a lot of treats and yummy food. What would give you some do? of my money. You'd give him some of your money? But what would you play with Jesus? Would you play with Jesus anything funny? I have no idea. Do you think Jesus mm. would play Pokemon with you, Wyatt? I don't know. <laughs> I would do jokes. <laughs> 
Now Zacchaeus didn't expect Jesus to want to come to his house, and neither did anyone else, really. Zacchaeus was overwhelmed by Jesus' invitation to come to his house, and his heart then began to soften. Now, after encountering Jesus, Zacchaeus could not deny that he had seen Jesus with his own eyes. He had experienced Jesus' immense love for him. Jesus filled that emptiness that he was trying to obtain with having money and things, you know, thinking that that would give his life meaning. But Jesus pursued Zac. He sought him out. He stopped the moving crowd to talk to him, even though Zacchaeus had done some really horrible things because Jesus loves Zach. And boys and girls, Jesus loves you. He is chasing after you. And even though, you know, me and you, we make mistakes or we do bad things, Jesus is stopping right in front of you today to tell you that you can live a full and meaningful life through choosing to welcome his son Jesus into your life and then discovering what it means then to follow him. All right, so boys and girls, we just heard from God's word and we looked at a particular book in the Bible. Does anybody remember what that book was? Luke, Luke. good listening. So the book of Luke, and it was about a dude named... Yeah, Zacchaeus, and how Zacchaeus, he could have whatever he wanted, when he wanted. He was a wealthy man. He was a tax collector. He, he had a great job. He was not liked by a lot of people. He, he was not always honest, but he did fill his life with a lot of things that he felt like would give his life fulfillment and meaning, and you know what? We do the same thing. We buy, we buy uh, the newest the newest, we always want the newest things. For, for us as kids, maybe it's iPads. Pastor Chris is just writing on these little golf balls. Here we go. I'm not going golf, golfing later. I'm horrible at golf. All right, so Pastor Chris is just going to put this little stick person on this jar resembling me and you, that we all fill our things with stuff. We all utilize our time in different ways, all right? And a lot of it is to, to try to obtain and get things. And as adults, we fill our lives with lots of things too. We think that, you know, by having new houses and um, this particular job will make, us, will make us really successful. We'll fill that void of, being, of wanting to be happy. Kids, newest games, newest toys. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, you guys have it. Okay, let's just fill this thing up. Yeah, yeah, new iPhone. A rooster? Yeah, sure. A pet. Yes, absolutely. We think we'll bring happiness to us. We think we'll, we'll make us our, our, our lives full. <laughs> you guys have some really awesome pet ideas for your parents for later. All right, so we like to fill our lives with, with things, and, and we think that that creates meaning in our life. But we know... Pastor Crystal is going to, to pour this water resembling Jesus, that only Jesus brings a full life. We can try to obtain lots of things in life, but it's only through Jesus who brings our life fulfillment and meaning and purpose and all those things. So you guys know this verse. You've done it with me in children's ministry. John 10, 10. B says, I have come. Can you repeat after me? I have come. I have come. That you may have life, and life to the full, means topped up, 
as Crystal could even. Let's just make this thing overflow. All right, life to the full, overflowing, that Jesus. We can try and fill our life with lots of different things. Keep our schedules super busy. Keep our lives from going here, there, everywhere. But spending time with Jesus, reading his word, praying to him, asking Jesus to be your forever friend is the best decision you will ever make. It will make your life full. It will make your life full. So, boys and girls, just turn your little bodies this way. Don't move, though, because we're moving this way to these little gift bags. All right. Here we go. Okay. Will I blow up here? There we go. All right, so boys and girls, we're talking about how Jesus makes our life full. And, and how Jesus makes our life full is by asking him to be for our forever friend. Believing that he died for us. And this is for us as adults. Because we fill our lives with lots of things. And we know of friends and people in our lives that chase lots of different things to try to fill their life. But in the end, their life is really only half full. And only Jesus can bring it topped up and overflowing. God's word says, John 10, 10, he gives us life and life to the full. And you know what? When we ask Jesus to be our forever friend, we are guaranteed some legit promises. And these are things that the world cannot buy. People can try and chase these things and spend their whole life trying to figure out this thing called life. But Jesus is a guarantee and nothing in this world is guaranteed. No friends, no money, nothing is a guarantee, but Jesus gives us certain promises in his word that help us feel fulfilled. He will be with you. Nobody can truly say that to you, that they are going to be with you always. Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord himself goes before you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Promise. He guides you. Whatever is in, in the forefront of your mind right now, you're having a hard time navigating friends, um, any adults, our relationships, our relationships with our spouses, our relationships with friends, the steps for us when we are graduating graduates, anything. He guides us. Psalm 37, the Lord directs the godly. He delights in every detail, every detail of your lives. He comforts you. I don't know if you came to church this morning and your heart was full of sorrow and sadness. There are disappointments in life and they come sometimes out of the middle of nowhere and, and feel like a big, huge wave is coming over us. Second Corinthians, God comforts us in hard times so we can comfort others. Well, we did that one. All right. Hope. Hope is something the world needs. Jesus can bring hope, even in times where we feel completely and utterly hopeless. Romans 15.3, may the God of hope fill you with all joy, and the world needs more joy. Fill you with all hope as you trust in him, as you trust. Keyword, trust, not easy. All right reveals himself to you. This, Jesus is personal to you. 
He's not just somebody up in the sky, super personally wants to have a relationship with you. Jeremiah 33, 33, 3. We talk about this verse all the time because it's one of Pastor Crystal's favorite. Call to me and I will answer you. Huge. That means when we talk to him, he's going to answer. Even when sometimes our friends, we call them up, they don't always answer. Jesus always, always answers. Love. Unconditional love. John 3.16. For God so loved the world. God so loved everybody. 1 John 4.8. God is love. In a world where there is lots of conversations about this word, that, that love stems from God. True, unconditional, never changing. No matter what we go through, no matter what hardships we face, no matter all the complexities of things that you guys are going through at school and all those things, that love stems from God. God is love. That God gives you a secret helper. The Holy Spirit. He helps you every single day. It's like your superpower. You can ask the Holy Spirit to help you in all things and he will be there. John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, from whom the Father sends, he will teach you all things. He is there for you. You're never alone. You're never by yourself. That God gives you purpose. Do you guys know it well? Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans, I have for you. plans to prosper you and not to, to give you a future and a purpose. That God knows your steps in advance. He knows how many hairs are on your head. Means he cares about detail. He delights in you. When you choose him to be your forever friend, boys and girls and adults, it changes your whole life. It changes your whole trajectory. At one point, you're filling your life with certain things that you feel like will make you happy and successful and all the world tells you that, that you should be and are. And then God totally changes the whole paradigm and says, you know what? It's actually through my son Jesus that you can live a whole life if you believe that he died for your sins that he rose again, and you can have a personal relationship with him. Everybody, close your eyes. There's some of us in this room that have been Christians for a really long time, and maybe today is your rededication to say, you know what? In the past couple weeks, months, I have been busying myself with filling my life with lots of different kinds of things that actually are not spending time with God and, and spending time growing that relationship. And then there's some of us in this building who have actually, maybe it's your first time in church, and you're like, who is this crazy lady? And, but she's very passionate about Jesus because I know Jesus changes everything. And if you're in this room today, if you never asked Jesus to be your forever friend, those, that's the lingo we use in children's ministry. Forever meaning always. Somebody we can talk to listens to us. We can learn about and grow. If you have never asked Jesus to be your forever friend, adults, and you're sitting in this room and you have just, whether you came in and you're having the hardest time ever, or you just feel that, like you heard all of those amazing testimonies of baptisms of people that have said, I, I not only believe in Jesus, but I'm changing my whole trajectory. 
that everything about my life from here on in has to do with God's purpose and his will for my life. Boys and girls, with your eyes closed, just like in kids' church, so no one's peeking. It's only between you and God. If you have never asked Jesus to be your forever friend, would you do, the, do a very brave and bold thing? Would you raise your hand above your head so that I can pray for you? And adults, if you would also do the same thing, nobody is looking. That's why I tell the kids, this is between you and God. It's your relationship with him, and I'm going to pray. Lord, we thank you that you gave your son Jesus so we can have a personal relationship with you. Thank you that you gave us your son who died on the cross, took a punishment for our sin, and rose again three days later and somebody who's alive and, and we can have a personal relationship with. Lord, thank you for that sacrifice. Thank you for that gift so that we can come boldly into your throne room and be close and intimate with you. Lord, for those in this room that have asked you to be their forever friend for the first time, Lord, I just pray that you would continue to show yourself, reveal yourself to them, Lord, in ways that are miraculous, that people around them are just amazed at how God is working and changed the trajectory of that, of, of that person's life, Lord. And Lord, I pray for every boy and girl in this room, Lord. Lord, thank you that I know there's so many of them are passionate about you. Lord, I just pray that you would continue to guide them and show them how to live for you and grow in your name. Amen. I'm going to ask uh, Reagan and Scarlett and uh, Symphony, if they're in the room, to come and sit up front, actually, Crystal, right on the front bench there for now. Thank you, Pastor Crystal, for sharing that energetic and biblical message of hope and God's love and uh, some powerful messages. And uh, many of you know that Pastor Crystal is uh, completing her pastoral ministry and leadership in our church the end of July. She's actually on a vacation the last two weeks of July, but um, uh, has a, a couple of weeks left. But we wanted to honor her and her family during, uh, b before we hit July and what July means for people on the go. Um, so yeah, just come and find a place. I'm going to call on the individuals that I've asked uh, to share expressions of appreciation to Pastor Crystal and her family to come to the stage. Uh, thank you, Pastor Brennan. Uh, and the individuals that will be sharing, one after the other in this order, uh, Peyton first, and then Amber and Annalise, and Kim and Kathy, you can come together as well. Okay, I'll step into the brightness. Um, hi, I'm Peyton. I'm sure some of you know me, some of you don't. I have been with Eaglemont for um, 11 years of my life now, and a big part of that journey was Pastor Crystal. I met Pastor Crystal when I was in grade six. And <laughs> I know that seems like a long time ago. Um, she has been the biggest impact on my life in every single aspect. She was my very first youth leader. She gave me my very first Bible. And I believe I still have it somewhere. <laughs> it's been through a lot. <laughs> But I remember she wrote a message in the front cover, and 
she was also the first person to talk to me about what God's love really meant for me. I never quite understood what it really truly meant until we had sat down one day and had a full conversation about an experience I had where God had talked to me. And once we had gone through that together, it was like a whole new area of my life had opened up. And ever since then, Crystal has helped to show me how amazing it is to be a part of this family and to be a part of God's family and has helped me in my growth. Okay. Um, Pastor Crystal has not only influenced and grown our children's faith, she has greatly impacted my own faith journey, and I'm sure Ryan can say the same. Every time I have listened in on her teaching kids' church, I have always walked away with an inspiration and most likely a challenge. (laughs) Um, She has helped us grow in more ways than I can even explain. She has always shown all of us the hands and feet of Jesus on an everyday basis, not just on Sundays, every single day. She has been there to take Julie on little Starbucks dates. Uh Uh-oh. She's been there at the hospital with Isaac. She's driven out to the middle of nowhere to visit us many times for prizes with the kids, for playdates. Um, She's been an outstanding pastor and a friend. We are so sad to see you guys go, but we are so excited to see what God has planned next for your family. Thank you so much for being a blessing to this church, to our family, and to every single person who has gotten to know you. Your passion for Christ and your passion for kids is contagious, and we are so grateful for your example. Thank you so much. Well, well, I'm going to try not to cry, but no promises. So I've known Crystal for my whole life. I've been going to Eaglemont since before Crystal started working here. I, um, she's been a part of everything. Every single milestone she's been there. She's been one of my best friends through my whole entire life. She's taught me so much over the years. Her passion for kids is one of the reasons why I love all of you guys so much. She's been the best teacher I could have ever asked for. She's been there for me through everything. She's taught me more than I could ever have asked for. Um, I don't know, you guys saw her preach this morning. Her passion for, for Jesus, her passion for teaching kids about Jesus has just enlightened something in me. And I'm so grateful for you, Crystal. Um, to Scarlet and Symphony, I'm so grateful that I've had a relationship with you guys. You never fail to put a smile on my face. for all the memories I have with your whole entire family, um, babysitting and dinners after. It's been great. I'm so excited to see what God has planned for you guys, and we're going to miss you like crazy. Like, I'm, but I've made so many memories, and they'll always be cherished. Um, You've been such a huge blessing to me in my learning of everything, and I will forever consider your consider you one of my best friends. So thank you, Crystal.
Thank you, each of you that have shared, and Pastor Crystal didn't uh, know that I invited some special guests from, uh, uh, that serve our city and have served together with you, both uh, Kim and uh, Kathy with FCSS in Beaumont are going to share as well. Morning, everybody. Morning, Crystal. I'm so honored to be here. I'm here with Kathy, and Kathy's going to say a few words, but I felt that we couldn't let um, this day pass without coming and speaking to how special you are in this community. When I first met you, it was about 13 years ago, and we were looking at how we could do some partnership work for our community. And I remember meeting you. You were so young. You're still young, way younger than me. But anyway, you, you came, and you were so full of energy. Um, your passion for people, for community was so evident from the first moment we met you. Our department has worked with you on many, many projects over the years, um, and I know your passion for early childhood development has just really been outstanding. And what you have given this community, the church, and residents that don't go to this, this church, it's just been unbelievable. So thank you for your passion, your energy. We are really going to miss you. And so on behalf of the city of Beaumont and the department that I oversee, thank you, thank you for everything. And I know here's a special person that would like to say a few words, so thank you. Hello, everybody. My name is Kathy Crothers, and I have had the complete pleasure of working with Crystal Henderson for 13 years. With style, grace, elegance, loyalty, and passion for children, she showed up for everything I volunteered her for. <laughs> From working with the Department of Education, uh, Health, and uh, Crystal helped FCSAS dispel the beliefs that, uh, or instill the, the belief that it takes a village to raise a village. Watching her today fills my heart because that's the way she works here. She works at Four Seasons Park. She works at FCSS. She is a true community champion that we will miss dearly. Good luck to you and your beautiful family and come back soon. Thanks to you ladies as well for sharing this morning and for being here. Uh, Pastor, and we're, we're going to land this plane. We want to pray. And so in just a moment when I uh, ask Miriam and you guys as a family to come on stage for us to pray for you, I'm going to ask the, I think uh, we've got some, uh, Tom is downstairs, council leaders, one is sick, one is traveling, but I see Dale, Dave, and Leanne to be prepared to come on stage as well and gather around the Hendersons as we just lay hands on them as an expression of our support and pray for them. Crystal joined our, as you've already heard, 13 years, uh, joined our staff, our pastoral staff team on March 1st, 2010, and it goes without saying that you will be missed, Crystal and uh, Reagan, and Scarlet, and Symphony. Uh, Crystal, again, a lot of this has been said, but I, I want to echo 
um, the expressions of appreciation out of, out of God's calling on your life to share the gospel, which is just, just means good news, and it is, out of that call on your life and, and out of your evident love for God and love for people that has been talked about this morning, you've worked hard, really hard, you've been committed to the mission that Jesus has put before us as a church, you've done so faithfully, the word passionately is noticed a couple times has come up, that's, that's cool, Creative, uh, creatively, and in many other ways. It's been a joy to serve together with you. You're, you're a charactered person, you're a gifted and committed person, and you've used all of that that God has put in you as a person to let God use you to inspire and encourage others, and you have as is evident by what we've heard and what many of us have witnessed for so long. Uh, yeah, you've been a blessing to this church and to this broader community and to me as team leader, as, as lead pastor, uh, very much so, and we will miss you. Last Sunday, I mentioned the opportunity we have as a church to show in a practical way our love for Pastor Crystal and her family and to share in uh, what we call a love offering and you can still do that. You can go to eaglemont.info, as many of you are familiar with, the online giving option there, and click on the, the online giving, and then in the drop-down menu, uh, drop menu for, uh, I think, a few days uh, yet, you will see the word love. That in its entirety, what you give as a love offering, uh, not receivable, as uh, you probably know, but... Um, not that that matters, but just want to say that. Uh, you, can, you can give in that love offering expression that way. Or, or stop by the church office tomorrow uh, between 8.30 and 1 or Tuesday all day. You can swing by the office and, and give. There's also the kiosk at the back that many of you are familiar with, with the debit machine for that purpose as well. Henderson family, make your way to the stage, please. We're going to have uh, a little few things presented to you, and I forgot my, in my Bible, Miriam, is uh, a card, if you can give that to me as well. Thank you. So, who is, come on along, uh, folks, and give... Uh, flowers, some cards that the kids wrote in the bags, and uh, wow, that's a beautiful bouquet. Reagan, that is for Crystal. I told Reagan I'm going to miss his uh, sarcastic humor. And a gift for Scarlet and for Symphony. Thank you, everyone of you that delivered the gifts today. Thank you so much. And this is an envelope that uh, the pastoral leaders and the council leaders have signed. There, there's nothing in it, uh, but, but, but the, the, the check that will come your way to express our, our love in a, in a love offering will be forward, forwarded to you. So let's, let's pray. Miriam, uh, my wife is going to join, and uh, yeah, Dale, Dave, and Leanne, uh, just gather around, and we will pray as a church family for the Hendersons as they move to the Vancouver area and endeavor uh, or continue to 
trust God along the way. So church family, just everybody, if you would stand, and if you're comfortable reaching out your hand, there's nothing wacky about that. It's just an outward expression of, of support in, in agreement in prayer and love toward this uh, family today. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for Pastor Crystal, and for Reagan, and for Scarlett, and for Symphony. We thank you for them as a family. We thank you that you love and care for each one of them. We thank you that you have a plan and a purpose for their lives. And much of that has been deposited in our church family these years. And we're so grateful for that, Lord. And so we pray by your grace and by your wisdom and by your love and your power, you would continue to guide and to use them to encourage other people as you call us to do as Christ followers, to love other people, to show grace and kindness to other people. And we pray in Jesus' name that Scarlet and Symphony would uh, love and serve you all the days of their life. Be with Reagan as he in, uh, engages in a year of study and help and strengthen him. And we thank you for the deposit of, of Pastor Crystal's shepherd heart and caring heart and uh, the, the, the many seeds and more that were planted that will, that will continue to be watered by, uh, by you, God, over the coming years. We're just so grateful for these years that we've got to journey together in relationship and, and leadership and ministry through this local church. We bless them and we honor them and we thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen.